Hey everyone, this is Jeremy. This episode is about our new Red Rising Institute House Quiz. We had a blast making it and we're super excited for all of you guys to take it and share your results. This episode was actually recorded the day we completed the quiz and since then we've made a few tweaks. First, we've added two more houses and we've actually added additional questions to help you guys get better results. So if you hear us talking about only having nine houses during the quiz, that's why. The second announcement is that we have a big shout out to all the new Howlers that have joined our Patreon and Discord group. They have gone through the passage and they have new Howler names. Shout out to Helsing, Overproof, Fortuna, Quaid, Clutch, Headliner, and last but certainly not least, to Scepter. Thanks so much everyone and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hail Reaper. My name is Philip, and this is my good friend, Jeremy. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. And this is my fun friend, Mathar. It doesn't sound very fun when you say it. Can we start over? Can you like... <laughs> you want me to go bigger? Just a little bit. Just yeah. like, you know... I get it. I think we should keep this in the podcast and yeah. then just do just another take, take though, right as, if, exactly. like, as if no one knows. Okay, here we go. Ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hail Reaper. My name is Philip, and this is my good friend, Jeremy. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It's going great. And this is my fun friend, Mathar. That sounds fun. I love that. Hell yeah. We have a special guest with us today. This is her first time in an official capacity. All rise for our strawberry sovereign, Puffin. Do I talk now? <laughs> yeah, well, typically when someone says hello, you, you, you say hello back. Yeah. <laughs> In most formal circumstances, when someone says welcome, you respond, yes. The trick to podcasting is you still have to keep up with like social conventions. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. Oh, yeah. You're going to become a regular on this show, so you'll get the hang of this. Indeed. But uh, Janelle is here today as a representative of our Strawberry Rising community. We're not here to, like, pimp the Discord, but we are here to, like, kind of bring that energy that that started there, like, out into our larger community. Because there's plenty of people that don't, that's not really, like, a thing. Mm -hmm. Patreon, Discord is not their thing. And we want to bring what's happening there and what's happening at in the Red Rising community at large into our podcast for, for all of our listeners and all of our fans to like participate in. So uh, today Janelle's gonna bring some of that energy to the table and hopefully at least every few episodes, she's gonna show up and tell us kind of what's going on, what we should be watching or who we should be following or you know what we should be buying, uh, all having to do with the world of Red Rising. So uh, I think that sums it up. Janelle, what do you got for us today? What's the first thing that we should be looking out for? Ooh, well, let me tell you two things I've been excited about. So the first thing is, did you know shit escalates just had a job? Hashtag summer summer. Is it really what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I think it's a little play on hot girl summer and I love it. I love it. So they have um, some designs that Joel did with little angel with uh, several's little smirk, but they have some other things that PB doodles did with the ominous for lupus uh, PB doodles design. Love it. So kind of spent a lot of money, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> merch queen duties. Nice. And I just, 
ah, oh, it's the colors that got me. I was like, do I need this in navy? Yeah, black, like my heart. Perfect. So that's going on right now, and I think it'll only be running through July. That's what I heard, so snag your stuff. Okay, I love the all the Mangy Angel stuff. This is, mm-hmm. right? this is, is this part of the Severo Summer? The Mangy Angel? Yes, it is. Um, it, that was actually a quote, I think, um, from in Morning Star. Oh, the ugliest oh, angel yeah. ever shit out of heaven, which the is where it started from in Golden angel. Sun. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it took on its life. I have to get the Mangy Little Guardian Angel uh, dog tag. That's pretty amazing. And then I'm, I, I'm in need of a new tank since it is uh, beach weather. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely in need of a new tank. And I feel like this would just confuse enough people that they'd be like... What the hell is on your tank top? Uh, okay, sweet. This is awesome. Uh, my wife's grandmother is very much into like terracotta statues. Do they have like a little Severo Angel terracotta statue? It kind of looks like a cherub. It does look right? like a cherub. Yeah, because that'd be awesome to put in her yard. That'd be dope. They have stickers. They don't have any terracotta statues, Aww. unfortunately. But <laughs> okay. uh, grandma will be okay. She'll she'll this get. This looks it. pretty. Like the the image that they've used for the little guardian angel actually looks pretty. Um, like traditional so i'll bet anything if you go down to like uh duncan ceramics you'll find something. i like this idea <laughs> and you oh can God. paint it for her and you can put a little oh uh like uh kind of severo is a wanker <laughs> yeah. on there she'll, she'll love be that. like wow yeah. i have no idea what this is <laughs> so wild. Wait, does, she's 94 still, years old she'll love are this are we still family friendly i don't <laughs> are we still a family friendly podcast <laughs> grandma if you're listening this is uh all said with the deepest love for you um you said something earlier that i want to circle back around to puff and you called yourself the merch queen and it should be said oh, that you are a woman of many honorifics you are i i first met you as a uh, merch queen Puffin, didn't even know your real name, found out, you know, Janelle, you're a martial artist, <laughs> and now the Strawberry Sovereign. So within the community, we sort of elected uh, Janelle to be kind of the ambassador, and because it's in the world of Red Rising, you, she has become our sovereign. So if you hear us talk about our Strawberry Sovereign, it's it's got to do something. It's me. Yeah, it's something <laughs> To do with Janelle for sure. So, um, okay, sweet. I'm definitely going to get a couple of this, uh, some of this Mangy Angel merch. And I honestly don't doubt that I won't be back on that website to pick up another color of those tank tops. Okay, I was just (laughs) looking here and I see that they have a mug that says a whole bunch of stuff on it. It says Reaper, Boss, Howler One, Apex, Asshole, Brother, Mustangs, Bitch. Um, (laughs) What's the deal? Is that something that in Dark Age, do I not know? Okay, it's a Dark Age thing. I was like, I have no idea where this comes from. But uh, okay, cool. So that's awesome. I just started Dark Age and I I miss Severo. So it's good to know that uh, I'm going to get to see him (laughs) again soon. Um, fun fact, Dark Age is my favorite of the series, and we may or may not have some uh, favorite RR book coming to the Hail Reaper pod IG, so stay tuned. Oh, like a little giveaway or something? Maybe. Okay, so like, how do I get involved in these giveaways? What do I do? Do I just like comment? You gotta follow us. Follow, Follow comment. us. We're very active. It's um, usually me replying to you, so... Or Jeremy. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like all of us. All we there. all get up in the mix, but yeah. I feel like for the most part, Janelle kind of holds it down over there. Um, so look out for that. Um, what else is on on deck, Janelle? What else should we be paying attention to? Ooh, something I'm super like I'm going to be checking my mailbox every day is I am getting a standard 
from the Orange Armory. And if you have not seen any of the things that the Orange Armory has done, you definitely should check, go and check it out. I think that he sent you guys. What is the Orange Armory? Uh, so I just call him my uh, master maker of this, the Strawberry Sovereign, but <laughs> he does uh, 3D printing ah. of a lot of RR stuff. So he's made a Sons of Ares helmet and a sling blade for you guys. Yeah, we have a and sling blade. I'm getting the most amazing strawberry, a strawsome, if you will, <laughs> strawsome <laughs> strawberry standard coming in. And I cannot wait to get that in and color it and hang that over into my bookshelf. It's going to be so cool. So give him a follow. All Everything he makes is amazing. And I think he's trying to make a razor right now and make it functional. So cannot wait till that's done. From a whip to an actual like I saw it on razor. Reddit. Yeah, I saw it on Reddit. Incredible. It's so amazing. Cool. It so reminds cool. me of... Uh, did anyone here ever play Soul Calibur? Uh, the video game series? O- only, a, only a little bit, but yeah. I know the, there's a character about. named Ivy and she has a sword like that that goes from mm-hmm. whip to... And that's what the I tracks. always thought of when I thought of a razor is like, okay, it's a whip into a sword. Um, and then to see that he had that same kind of like inclination uh, looks so cool. And it has like a motorized uh, like system in the hilt that actually pulls the blade taut. Yeah. And when you like grip it a certain way, oh, it's so cool. They, uh, Jigsaw, right? That's the his howler name? Mm-hmm. That's his howler name, Jigsaw. I want to give a quick shout out because he just makes the coolest things. I'm, I'm looking at his Instagram page right now. His name is Joshua Polis. He puts it on right away when you go to uh, at the Orange Armory on Instagram. And that Ares helm is so legit. Like everything so cool. that he makes is so, and, and it's like we have. It took um, him days again, to ha- print that, right? Like he had to like yeah. set it multiple up to print each too. individual mm-hmm. part, like multiple times. It failed. Like he's relentless. It's amazing. Yeah, hardworking dude. Uh, really awesome. Uh, really supportive part of our community too. And yeah, Jigsaw is the howler name that was given to him by Sub Zero inside the Strawberry Rising Discord. I just think he's the he's just the kindest, sweetest uh, person. Uh, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but like he made trophies like that we haven't mm. even yeah. seen or, or, or given <laughs> yeah. away yet. Um, it's insane. He he has made so much awesome stuff. I think you have at your place, Jeremy, uh, a, a sling blade that he made, right? Yeah, I do. I have the sling blade and I'm I'm gonna give it the, the special treatment. My I thought about doing like the, the home crafty thing and trying to get it painted myself, but I actually called um a guy I know who does like professional body work and paint and I'm I'm gonna give it the real treatment. So this could be so dope. Well, I'm excited. Go give him a follow, the orange armory. Everything he makes is gold. No pun intended or pun intended. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was going to say, though, like thinking about a master maker in our community, um, I'm mm-hmm. very curious to see what would you guys think about what house he'd end up in? Oh, Ooh. maybe we won't spoil uh, it. We'll have him take it. And then yeah. you know, I like yeah, that. Actually, I, I'm really curious. I, yeah. I'm interested. Like I could see Diana. Maybe I was going to say is like maybe maybe Diana. But there's a couple mm-hmm. others. Maybe even Minerva. That's true. Yeah. I like both. One of the more cerebral kind of like intellectual houses or something. Yeah, Diana's a little more resourceful and 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 uh, Jigsaw certainly is. So I, I, I'd i make a case for Diana if we had to speculate. I'm changing my answer to Ceres because huh? they make bread. I don't know how that has to do with making armor, but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very but, similar. And he's also super nice and they seem like, you know, you make bread, so you got your carbs and you're really cool, so... <laughs> <laughs> Math, are you to set up the perfect teas? We have been making the last couple of weeks 
a House Institute draft quiz that we're really excited about. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, come back, talk about the mechanics of it, talk about the results of it, and we're excited to share what we made with you. We're back from break. We're going to be talking about the quiz that we built. We've spent the last couple of weeks, but let me give a quick setup for how this actually happened. Our Patreon community uh, wanted us to do this because they we gave them a few different options, said, hey, like, guys, what do you want to see next on Hail Reaper? Would you want to see us building a quiz about the Institute? Would you want us to see some other ideas that we have? And overwhelmingly, people were like, do the quiz. And then Mathar pitched this idea to me when I was on a walk with my kids and we were talking about how cool it would be if we could like find a way to silo our personalities into the Institute and bring that world to life more. And there are other quizzes out there and those other quizzes are fun and they're great. But we just wanted to put that Hail Reaper twist on it. And then the community elected this as the next episode of the podcast. And then we're like, uh, wait a minute. We don't know how to do a quiz. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was like this great idea on face value. And then at the same time, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Well, mechanically, we never even, we never thought about that. That conversation you and Matthew, you and I had was we like, we just thought about how we idealized it, how cool it yeah. was, how we didn't take into account there's math involved or like there's personality involved. There's all these different things that go into building something, especially when you we, we take pride in our work. Like that's what Hail Reaper is too. Like we want to be uh, something that is not only just fun, but something that we feel like really proud to present to the community, whether it's our community uh, on the Strawberry Rising Discord or the greater community of all Red Rising fans. We take pride in that. And so it was, um, we, we pushed ourselves a little bit here uh, and, we, and we went down to the wire a little bit here because I was up till 1230 last night making questions for the quiz, <laughs> um, which is crazy. But behind the scenes, both Jeremy and Math are mechanically were working. I know you guys worked really hard. And I'm, I'm seriously, I, I don't say this lightly. You guys did such a good job making this uh, come to life and making this real. Like uh, Jeremy's analytical mind and math are like you kind of being the one that took all the mechanics of it and and actually made it like on, made it with a UI on a computer so people can take it. Like that's hard work. It really is. And I, I really uh, appreciate you guys and how you worked on it. I want to go back to the beginning right after that first minute that we math and I said, oh, this is cool. And then realizing, oh, we actually have to make it now. But what was the first step, Mathar? You you kind of had your hand in this quickly. What was that first go? What did you What did you say? Oh, I got to do this first. Uh, get you guys on a phone call. <laughs> I expressed my concerns. Uh, it was very much an experience where I I said to Philip like, Oh, what would be so cool? And then everybody, it was like not unanimous. It was, uh, there, uh, there was a large percentage of the community that voted in favor of that. It was the, the winner in strides. And mm -hmm. that made me nervous. Oh, I thought it was a cool idea, but everybody really, really wants us to do this. And the intention was to go a step further. It should be said that there are already a couple quizzes out there. There's probably several, but the two quizzes that we looked at that cover this uh, territory are a quiz by Helen. She has made a ton of BuzzFeed quizzes in the world of Red Rising, and they're all really fantastic. Uh, and then we also looked at Stonemeyer Games, 
Red Rising uh, board game house draft quiz that they have on their website. And it's shorter than Helen's. It's like three questions, but they're like really specific and depth questions. And Helen's, it has that very BuzzFeed fun energy to it. And we really, so kind of the one of the first things that we wanted to do as a group is make sure we weren't just rehashing those things because they're fantastic. So we wanted to bring something new. Uh, and I'm not sure if we did that or not, but that was like a, a goal was for us to discuss, like, how can we actually bring the Hail Reaper, you know, attitude or atmosphere to this? Like, how can we make something that feels like it, it, sh it should, it can and should exist alongside other quizzes that are already out there? I think one of the fun things in the planning stages for me was kind of coming in with a lot of specificity on some of the qualities to those houses, uh, coming up with some pretty distinct adjectives and trying to figure out, you know, where, which one is intelligent versus witty, uh, versus crafty, mm -hmm. you know, and, and kind of almost purposely overcomplicate that portion of it because on, on the mechanics side, on the back end, it actually made it easy to decide if, if again, to use the word specificity, if there was specificity in, in that answer, or if you needed to kind of like simplify it down to a common denominator for balancing reasons. I think, you know, a lot of people, of course, are looking toward Mars. And so that one was a really fun one to kind of, uh, to look at and balance, uh, of course, Minerva. I know on, on our, uh, Patreon discord, uh, there's a ton of, uh, Minervans there. Yeah. Self-professed Minervans. <laughs> and, uh, so that, that's always a fun one to include. I, somebody else kick it in because a couple others, cause I, I mean, would, would people expect to see Pluto? You think? Yeah, I think that we, Mathar said this earlier off podcast, but we wanted to have the Slytherin type uh, house available for people. And I took the Pottermore quiz just the other day, uh, actually yesterday, last night. <laughs> Everything's bleeding together because I was up late last night. Um, and I got Slytherin again. That's the third time I've gotten Slytherin. So for me, like I was kind of expecting to get House Pluto just by proxy, but well, I'll tell you my results later. I was going to say that's kind of part of the beauty of it. Instead of uh, looking at four houses, you know, with our inclusion of nine, I like the fact that there is some overlap. Like if you're Slytherin, you're not just going to be Pluto. You know, you could be Venus. Um, you could be Apollo to some degree, mm -hmm. uh, or you might land in Pluto. I, I like that there's kind of that Venn diagram sort of overlap and, and you're not sure exactly where you're going to land because you're not just pure Slytherin necessarily in this world. And I like that. That was actually one of the hardest things about the quiz in terms of balance is mm -hmm. uh, realizing that like you could just as easily end up in uh, say, I think it was like Jupiter as you could Mars, right? Or you could end up, uh, you could Correct. think you're going to end up in house Mars and you're actually in house Pluto, right? Because house Pluto has a lot of those um like survivalist qualities, right? Self-preservation, right? That I think are shared with Mars. Mars is just a little bit more brash, a little bit more like, um, you know, caution to the wind. So I want to just reiterate real fast, then the houses that are included. Here we go. Just to go over them really quickly. Here's the nine. Minerva, Pluto, Ceres, Diana, Bacchus, shout out. Uh, this was funny because in our planning session, which you can hear on our, it's a Patreon exclusive episode we did with uh, Jeremy Mather and I did about an hour of planning prep. Uh, 
I was like, Mathar brought up House Bacchus, like, why? Like, we don't know anything about that house. But we kind of do from inference and we kind of do from uh, looking at the Red Rising wiki. And it's essentially kind of a party house. We have like some of the qualities like being accepting and fun loving and carefree and indulgent. And I really and I really enjoyed that because I think that it needs to be expressed. Then we had House Apollo, House Jupiter, House Mars, and also Venus. Jeremy, you wanted to come in here. Yeah, a fun note on uh, on Bacchus because that was one that Mathar was pretty insistent that it was included. And I'm so glad because when we started uh, doing the adjectives, when we started attributing things to Bacchus, there was a ton of just enjoyment with doing it. And I think somehow uh, that actually resulted in an imbalance that I had to correct because... Uh, whether or not you were purposely leaning into that with some of your questioning, Philip, when you were when you were writing those, it was horribly imbalanced toward Bacchus of all things. Who originally <laughs> we were even questioning whether or not we we include that. Uh, so that was one of the harder ones to kind of smooth out on on the balancing side of things. I was not thinking about. I even just told you guys this. I wasn't thinking about a certain house or a type of house when thinking of the questions. I was just trying to come up with questions that would cover an array of personality types. And even for myself, like I just took the quiz having no idea which house I would land in. Like seriously, absolutely no idea. I had a rooting interest in what house I might uh, land up in, but I was, I'm not patting myself on the back, but I was just trying to come up with questions that I think would be broad enough for everyone and that would be interesting or interesting sounding to me. And I, I was surprised by my answer. I'll say that much. And I, I'm enjoying oh, where I landed. I, I have to say, I, I agree with you. When I read the questions that you wrote, we talked a lot about what types of questions to include in this quiz, because it's like, you know, how granular do we get? How broad do we need to be? If it's too broad, it doesn't feel like a Red Rising quiz, just a personality quiz mm -hmm. that we're saying, oh, you would end up here. And if it's too specific, then it sort of loses a little bit of that, like, you know, how, how can this actually be extrapolated? to refer to personality. So I think you did a good job. And I'm actually going to call out a couple of questions that I really loved that you gave. So oh, cool. one of my favorites um, was one that I didn't really, I, I wouldn't have thought of uh, on my own is, um, your parents take away your HC for the afternoon. How did you pass the time as a child? That's so great because it not only touches on the world of Red Rising, <laughs> but I could actually kind of look back. And and we, we said that we wanted these questions to be more about your preferences and less about, mm -hmm things like how you actually would physically perform or you actually mentally would perform because that would maybe bias people with different abilities. And, um, you know, this is really something that is like a universal kind of question, how you pass the time as a child when you don't have your vice says so much about you as a person. And so that was a really, really good one, very creative. And um, another one that I really, really liked is many houses have been eliminated and most of the castles are vacant. Which type of castle do you choose as your new fortress? And again, we're right there in the world of the Institute and your choice about where you would move to within you know, the Vias Marinera is really indicative of kind of like your strategy and your personality at the same time. So mm -hmm. uh, kudos, they're great questions. I had a lot of fun taking the quiz. Later. I was so nervous about this because I was like, I mean, not nervous, nervous, but like I was thinking, I wrote these last night. You guys were probably sound asleep and I'm up, I'm up writing these questions and I'm like, I hope, I hope everyone likes these. Cause I don't, I can see 
them. I don't know. I don't know. Like I didn't run. I'm not running them by anybody. Like I'm just like, what if they suck? What if they don't fit? What if, what if they don't feel right for our quiz? And then I was thinking, I totally expected to sit down this morning uh, before we recorded and like maybe go over and make some new questions up. But Mathar, you actually surprised me. Like, I, and I, I was, I felt really good about it. Honestly, um, you surprised me because all of a sudden you're like, I'm building it. And I'm like, whoa, like, and I was thinking, oh, Mathar probably chose nine questions or 10 questions nope. and you chose all 15. I was like, well, that's crazy. Okay, well, cool. I thought I was going to choose fewer than 15 because I, I think we had talked about you writing more than we needed. But Jeremy balanced it for 15. So he's like, don't leave out any questions. Okay. That's, that's, Jer that's Jeremy's There's fault. none that I would have okay. left out. But like, I was I was like, oh, we, we only want like nine or 10, right? And Jeremy's like, no, nope, yeah. balanced for 15. So I was like, all right, cool, doing it. And, and what you're speaking to, Philip, is uh, I, I echo that sentiment because uh, I was really excited to do it until everybody wanted us to do it. And then I was like, oh, crap. I wish I hadn't, <laughs> I wish I hadn't committed yeah. to this because now I'm really anxious about if it sucks, people are just going to say like, yeah. why'd you even bother? So I don't think it sucks. I think it probably I still could all. use like this is a work in progress. So what we're trying to say is mm -hmm. we're going to tune this up a little bit, put it out to the world. And then if, if you hate it, if you find it's really unbalanced, you know, hit us up, like send us an email, uh, slide into the DMs and tell us like, give us your thoughts on it because we want to improve it. We want to make it like the go-to quiz for your institute yes. draft if possible. And, and we want people to have a really good time taking it and sharing their results. So uh, you want to segue into that that part of the, should we go ahead and talk about our results? Oh yeah. Um, I am a proud cave person <laughs> from house Pluto. Cave dwelling cave Plutonian. <laughs> cave dweller. Love it. Yeah, which we mentioned earlier is kind of the uh, the most probably like Slytherin of the houses. They have the edge. They're they're cunning. They're they have a bit of guile. Um, there's other houses that share that as well. I think House uh, Venus, if I'm not mistaken, is known for their mm -hmm. charm and their yes. guile and being really cunning. So there was a lot of overlap there. But um, there's a, a ruthlessness and an edge that comes with being part of House Pluto. And I really like that you I leaned mean, into that side of your personality when you're taking the quiz. You know what? I got to go with my gut. If you if you mess with me, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming for you tenfold. <laughs> Janelle, you want me to read off some of the descriptors that I think defined you in this quiz that we oh, yeah. kind of associate with? Okay, so cunning and ambitious. I would easily categorize you as as I know you. You are very cunning and you're a highly ambitious person. I would say there's also determination. And again, that's another uh, qualifier. If someone were to ask me, like, who is Janelle? Like, I would say very determined. So these are all, again, House Pluto's descriptors as well. And then uh, self-preservation. Like, I didn't know that about you until this quiz, but now I know that you are very motivated in that realm. Um, I'm sorry, I got to survive. <laughs> and then also creative. I think that that's another one. And I, I, th I agree with that as well. Like, I think you're a creative person. So... Uh, I felt that was very apt. I think those are the descriptors that we gave for House Pluto, and uh, you you showed those in that. Uh, I think we should have uh, Mathar. I'm, I've been anxious to hear about what you, you took it four times. I guess you get to pick which one you took. Uh, <laughs> well, but, to be clear, you, I got the same house the first three times I took it. <laughs> really? Oh, awesome. That's did, pretty definitive. How that's did, great. How much did you vary your answers? Um, minorly, minorly the first three times. Like I minorly varied. And then I went wildly different on the fourth one. And I was trying for a specific result to see what it would take to get it. Uh, and... 
and it made sense. I thought maybe it was broken, but like I, it made sense when I got there. Like, oh yeah, I guess that that tracks. Like I didn't see, I like built it. I like put it together using uh, Jeremy's like math is like balance and then your questions. But I couldn't remember what went to what when I took the quiz. And mm. so it was like, I still haven't gone back and actually like re-examined the back end of it. So I took it three times, got the same one by just slightly <laughs> varying my answers. And it was a uh, house series. There you go. Oh, nice. I am resilient, bountiful, and uh, rewarding its allies greatly while withstanding outside forces. Uh, the 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 adjectives we ascribe to how series is are, are creativity, wisdom, hardworking, patient, and modest, which I don't think of myself as. But I don't know that that I would quality not, actually made yeah. it into the quiz. I think that was like a if we need it. I I don't think we put that quality or countered that. I couldn't come up with a question. I actually looked at that and I was like, how do I come up with a question that would incorporate modesty? I don't look at, and not just it's gold. It's not a very gold trait though. But not just gold. It's like, I don't look at the society other than maybe reds specifically. That's yeah, it. That's fair. As modest at all. Like that's not sure. what encapsulate this, the whole, the coal caste system or color system. You know, that system. brings up an interesting point that we didn't really touch on yet, but um, this quiz was designed with the idea that in a, you know, free republic uh an adjust society <laughs> then you would all colors on the i guess it's no longer a hierarchy but all colors would be eligible for application to the mm -hmm. institute and your entry into the institute would not be based on you know the traditional gold standards uh, it would be based on like a you know more of a judicial or or democratic sort of process for yeah. you know proctors from all the colors uh would be represented so that's kind of the idea that we wanted to put forth this this isn't about you know your predetermined genetics so much as it is about the occasion you rise to within the society or within the republic there was one question that was slanted that way and it was kind of veiled i should say but i actually included the one question that made it in this, the quiz that was like that was which hero of the rising would you want to fight beside? Mm -hmm. So that's what that was my inclusion of kind of trying to identify all other caste systems. And I chose two lower colors from that. I chose Ragnar Valeris as, as an obsidian, as a lower color, you know, in the pre-fall of the society. And then also uh, Neryl of Lycos, uh, the head of the pit vipers. And, you know, I just, I think Uncle Nero is so rad. And uh, his involvement in Morningstar is kind of like this espionage agent of oh, chaos. Yeah. And I, I just like really like, I want side stories of that. That would be rad like the pit viper adventures uh so i wanted to include the two lower colors and then the that third option was victra out julii because who wouldn't want to fight along victra i would love to fight alongside victra and janelle raised her hand she didn't say anything but janelle <laughs> absolutely wanted to fight alongside victra uh that was one question so power. we talked about how to like keep this kind of balanced and keep it like easy to answer and so we we stuck to three options per uh question that was one as i was going through it, I thought, oh, you could include six here, right? Like if we're talking about colors, yeah. you could absolutely pull in like six colors or nine colors and there's plenty of characters to choose Orion's from. Orion's the Aquarii, the exactly. blue, you know, or whatever. And I, I think that's one that if we're going to, you know, continue to work on this, I would maybe add more characters to that question because there's such a variety to choose from and each option says something about you. And we can make the answers correlate with more than one house. So in terms of balancing, even just adding three gives you so many more options for like where yeah. that might, you know, slant you toward. 
But Jeremy, I love the idea. Um, speaking of balance and bringing it back around to you, you want to tell us what uh, what you ended up with? Yeah, I got a very balanced house. I ended up uh, in Minerva. Surprise, uh, surprise. Was not, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that surprising to me, but it makes me super happy, though. At, uh, that's, and I didn't even cheat. You know, I was putting out of mind my my memories of this morning's balancing and getting that ready to go. And I was just literally focused on the questions and, and just really trying to be introspective and decide what I would really truly do. Helen's quiz, which is the only other uh, institute draft quiz that I've done. I was also placed in Minerva and then, you know, doing uh, the Pottermore and, and some things like that, even though I got pissed off last night because I did it and I, they put me in Gryffindor, uh, but <laughs> Ravenclaw. in the past I, I've been oh, in Ravenclaw, which, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and I get there is some overlap and, and I probably am somewhat of a hybrid between a Gryffindor and a Ravenclaw, I can see that. but I, I self-identify much more as a Ravenclaw. So Minerva was very satisfying in that way. And uh, so some of the things we, we built into Minerva, just so everybody knows, is uh, that they're intelligent and scholarly. They're a step ahead of everybody else using clever plans and seeing opportunities others miss. Um, the learning is a big deal to them. Bravery, cleverness, they are opportunistic and fair. So... Uh, I think that, uh, not to like, I mean, it kind of sounds weird when you say all these positive traits and then you're like, yep, that's me. You but, should. Uh, <laughs> Everyone should. No. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, but it is true. It's like all of these are positive traits in that way. So claiming your positive traits, everyone's going to do yeah. it. So yes, those are If you are don't mine. sing your own praises, who will, right? I think like you got to reinforce that thinking that you're, you're an amazing person. Well, you'll do it, Mathar. I will. See, you just did. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, Jeremy, I was very satisfied with that result too, because again, wanted the quiz to work. And if you had not gotten Minerva, which it has been known, it is known <laughs> to all who work, uh, you know, live, play with you. Like we know that you are Minerva. You're the most Minerva yeah. person and you have been very thrilled to say so since the very beginning. And so if you had not gotten Minerva, I would have immediately <laughs> gone back to the drawing board. So I was very pleased. I would have quit the pod, so I wouldn't be here right now recording. <laughs> you have to quit the pod. We'll, we'll, we'll cheat for you, just for you. Um, and that leaves, um, and then there was one. Yeah. I'm, I want to go back to this real fast. One quick thing. I'm looking at what would be considered negative qualities, because we didn't assign negative qualities no, to No, all the of houses, the qualities are positive. It, I think the only one that I'm seeing would be indulgence, but that's only through abuse because indulgence is not a bad thing inherently. It's just that if like, I just wanted to sit and eat chocolate all day long, maybe that that is, but that's a house Bacchus trait. But I don't think indulgence is a, is a negative quality on face value. I think that people, people think of the extreme of indulgence and then like, that's what they think of it. But I don't think that's necessarily Well, true. it's interesting you bring up I house just, Bacchus because I actually, that was the one that I was like, I thought I was going to lean most that way out of all the houses. Uh, because I am, I am known not to be a, I'm sedentary for like 90% of my life. I work in front of a computer <laughs> for 10 hours a day. Uh, I, I record a podcast in front of my computer. I, I play a lot of video games late at night. I go on walks occasionally. I don't do a lot of outdoor activities while I like the outdoors. I don't like sports. I don't do a lot of physical things. And I'm also like, I'm not, I'm a pretty well-read person, but I'm not, I don't consider myself very scholarly. And so I was really thinking that if anything, 
I would absolutely end up in uh, a house where like the goal is to have fun and eat food. Like that yeah. is like their thing. It's like <laughs> Bacchus is they're they're going to be like hearted in nature. They enjoy parties and alcohol. I do like parties and I do like alcohol. Although I wouldn't say I'm like you know, uh, very prone partying. to partying, um, but also included acceptance, fun-loving, carefree, and indulgence as part of that. And I would absolutely think of myself as an indulgent person. Like even if I have $5 left in my bank account, I would forego gas or some other necessity just to go like grab a slice of pizza, right? Like <laughs> it's like, oh, you could go get like, yeah. you know, 20 packets of ramen and sustain yourself off that for a week. And I'm like, nah, pizza, let's live it up while we can. <laughs> So yeah. I, I think no, and that's that, what that I think totally speaks to my personality. However, I did not get it. And when I thought about it, it absolutely makes sense that I was in series. Like I, I took it three times and I got that. I had to try really, really hard to adjust my answers to get Bacchus. That was what I got on the fourth try. And Mathar, learning from something new about you today that you like to bake. So series totally makes that sense That does make sense. Me. Yeah, I would <laughs> absolutely throw uh, mm -hmm. loaves of bread full of razor blades at my opponents. Like if, that were, if I oh had those <laughs> I, I got like a dark side. I got an edge. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody does, right? So embrace it. All right. But you can make me peach cobbler whenever you like. I will. And I Just will so only know. put... Um, the, the cobble side, side, side of it, the cobblestones. Peaches? <laughs> yeah. I'll wow. leave the pits in there for if you, If you want to, like, a nice, like, dusting of arsenic is totally okay. <laughs> oh I don't really mind. <laughs> Thank God there's no institute in real life. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's wrap it up. Philip, tell us. We're dying to know. Okay. Yeah, so I had a rooting interest. I, I want to start there. When we were doing, again, that planning session, that prep session that we recorded for just for the patrons... I, I kept throwing, oh, house series, guys, house series. Oh, that, oh, we should put that quality in house series. And I realized how much I wanted to identify with that house. So I took the quiz a second time. And I'm going to start there and it's going to go backwards. Um, when I did that, I did get house series the second time I took it. But the, the reason I got it or how I got it was slightly changing my answers um, to like that secondary option. You know what I mean? Like I, I stuck, I stuck to my guns, probably about nine to 10 of the questions. I answered the exact same the second time, but then I took on those four or five kind of oscillating ones where you could go, ah, I can go either way on this. I took the second one, not the gut instinct one. But when I took the gut instinct one and I went straight through it and I really thought about it, this was surprising to me. I ended up in house Minerva the first time. Interesting. And yeah. And I, I was, I was, contemplative and I took longer to do it than uh than you guys and again I wouldn't have expect that uh I actually would have that's one of the last houses I would have expected to end up in but when I went through it um and kind of like where I'm at now I think sometimes I think of myself and this is getting a little personality driven and introspective in a way but I think I think of myself as uh like a high school college kid a lot and then realizing like, well, I'm a dad who's 37 years old that like, you know, that I yeah. spend a lot of my time doing things <laughs> that are, you know, that are academic in nature, or I spend a lot of my time doing things I like learning and, uh, and listening. So it actually made sense, but it's not about, cause it's, it's about who I am right now, how I answer the questions right now, not who I was when I was, who I, well, how I think of myself or I idealize myself as, cause I would have guessed maybe Pluto. I would have guessed maybe Mars. I would have guessed maybe Venus. Those are the ones that I probably would have thought that I would end up in. Yeah, I would have guessed that you would end up in Mars or um, 
I, I mean, series definitely, like when I looked at that, I was surprised that I ended up in series, but that's where I would have probably pegged you or Minerva. But like, I, I see you as a Minervan, but not as much as Jeremy. So you're probably like a cusp. You're like, you could go either way, right? Like yeah. if, if there's actually a, a way to um, show the results of the quiz, like like what percentage you were in each house, which I'm mm -hmm. going to turn on uh, because I, I think I'd like that because then you can see what each house actually says at the end. And I would guess that you're probably like neck and neck series in Minerva. Series Minerva. Right? Just, kind of right just I wanted to be house series. And that's also what I thought I was going to end up mm -hmm. being. And then, uh, you know, house Minerva is there's like probably just like you said, just a hair above in that cut, but very fringe. Like you could go, I could fall in either camp. Uh, but I, I was happy with that. And I, I liked the, I, again, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong to the, this is a throwing this out to the, all of you. Do you feel like you kind of learned a little bit more about yourself today? Like while doing <laughs> this? Cause I did. Um, well for me, I kind of stuck to my convictions. So <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, Oh, what the first thing I read, I'm like, that's me. And then I read the other two. I'm like, nah, the first one. Hey Janelle, so, I have a question for you. Were you, what house were you before this? Like the other quizzes that you've taken? Do you remember? Oh, it's House Minerva. Interesting. Yep. And I've gone in multiple times, like. And you ended up House mm -hmm. House Pluto. Did you end up taking this and again? And also, I'm a Gryffindor, so this is. I think that's kind of cool, you know, like how I would act in the institute and like just from read, like just reading the books, and if I were to put myself in there, how I would act and like what house would fit my personality. I think this was pretty accurate. Interesting. Okay. Dope. So that actually is interesting to me because you know how Harry could have ended up in Gryffindor or Slytherin actually might mm -hmm. have been a better mm -hmm. Slytherin in some ways. That says a lot about you, Janelle, right? You're like, could go either way, right? Like, like I would have, before we took this, thought of House Mars as kind of the Gryffindors, but I don't think that anymore. Like no, looking at it so realistically, like there's a lot more Gryffindor traits in some of the other houses, like Minerva, mm -hmm. like Pluto actually. Mm -hmm. um, so, mm -hmm. but I like that overlap a lot. What about you, Mathar? The same question I want to ask you is, did you feel like you kind of like learned a little bit about yourself and how you, how your own view of yourself has maybe changed by taking this quiz? I know that's like a big question for maybe a small answer, but I just want to know if it's relevant to you at all. Yes. <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first, Wait, people. On. I was trying to exude um, patience and modesty uh, as, as is Walter. Oh, nice. uh, oh, Very no, well no, no. time. I, I, I was absolutely shocked that i ended up in series because it says a lot more about me than i think of myself perhaps uh you know resilient bountiful rewarding its allies greatly while withstanding outside forces that actually does sound like me now that i think about it like i try to one one thing i can say about myself that i really a quality that i appreciate about myself is that i try to spread the wealth as much as possible like i don't mm. I, I believe in that rising tide it raises all ships, right? Like I'm always kind of like, you know, pontificating about like, well, if we do this for them and then they'll do it for us, they'll, you know, it's like, I always want to like help someone out or I always want to like try to make sure that like anyone that's like, could be conceived as a partner or a teammate knows it, right? And feels appreciated. So that's something that maybe a quality that I, uh, you know, underappreciated myself. And so now that I'm house series, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean into that even more. That's going to be my thing. That's cool. Yeah. For me, I, I didn't learn anything really. Uh, 
I already spoke to this. You know, I feel like I learned a little bit more about myself through this, but I, I'm excited for everyone else in our community, uh, Strawberry Rising, but also, again, extended pass into our, our bigger, more global Red Rising fandom to take this. I, I want to put it on the Red Rising Reddit so more people can take it. And I think the more feedback we get, the better we, we can make the quiz because we'll probably fine tune it a couple times to make sure it's really reflective of what we want it to be. Uh, but I hope more than anything, I hope that people take it and they feel like, oh, like that's me. Like I feel like I, I kind of knowing myself more. And I think that's something that it sounds really cheesy, but I think it's important to know who you are and know yourself and understand like kind of what motivates you and what guides you. And if this quiz can be a small part of that in your own life and your own walk, then I think that's rad. And I, and I feel proud to contribute to that in any minor way possible. And we're doing it through the lens and then the, the world of Red Rising, which is why we're ultimately here. And that's so cool. Like that, I love the, the melding of all those things coming together yeah. at a single point. So congrats, guys. We did it. We did it. Yay. And if anybody's going to take it and give us a, a, a stamp of approval, Tyler won. I really hope Pierce takes this and is like, <laughs> oh, sh-, you know, like I hope that he like actually <laughs> is like surprised by yeah. it as opposed to just being like, yeah, I already know what house I am. Because then he'll actually reach out to us and send us an angry email. Your quiz is stupid. And then we'll just say, oh, all right, what would you change? You know, give us some more information about, uh, you know, how so we- <laughs> we're going off of your books, buddy. So before we wrap up this quiz part, are there any final thoughts? I have one final thought. Go for the, it. While taking the quiz itself, the most impactful thing to me was the amazingly strong meme game that was brought by <sighs> Matt. We have not mm-hmm. mentioned this yet. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. It just made me, it was, I was cracking Yeah, the quiz up. is full of animated every gifts. Every one of so, those. Uh, and if you pronounce so it, just it. don't at me. It's fine. Um, Jeremy, I have a question. I appreciate the shout out, but what was your favorite GIF from the quiz? Oh my goodness. Um... I think mine was the little child staring at a camera while coloring a page and not like this insane, like wide arm scribble (laughs) while not even looking. I think you also uh, called out Evil Kermit when we were (laughs) taking it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Evil Kermit is also a big character Uh, that's important in my life. So good job. Mine was Regina George. (laughs) I had a lot of fun. Yeah. if If I said that I, spent too much time on that part of the quiz would you believe me <laughs> uh, i would, i would be inclined to believe you yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> i feel like the gifs naturally come is it gif or gif you know what now you follow I'm your heart myself. you follow your heart <laughs> yeah okay gifs yeah. it is some of them were hard <laughs> yeah. but like i felt really proud of that at the end um i'll try not to tweak it too much jeremy yes are we doing a review this week we are doing a review this week, absolutely. This week, we have another five-star review coming over from Apple Podcasts, and this one is from Australia. So, good day, mate, and this is from Tonboy Sultan, and it is titled, The Best Red Rising Podcast Ever Made. All right, Jeremy, I want to make you do this one in the voice of Evil Kermit. You said said that they're an important part of your life, so you should have no problem channeling. Oh my gosh. I don't really do the Kermit voice very much. Okay. Here we go. All right. So, Evil Kermit. You just have to say evil stuff in the voice of Kermit. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? All right. That's the end of fair use. We have to stop. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's true. I'll yeah. even reread uh, the the title of this. All right, so in uh, in Evil Kermit, um, the best Red Rising podcast ever made. Uh, the production is through the roof. <laughs> So there you go. Thank you, Tonboy Sultan, for that amazing oh, review, the whole review on Apple iTunes. <laughs> that's that's it. it. Okay. You said I'm going to stop there. And I you thought, selected oh, that. keep going. And that's it. That's a great review. I love it. I feel like uh, Jeremy chose that one just because he knew that Mathar was going to make him do a funny voice. So he's like, oh, I'll get the shortest one I, I can think of. We'll did, see. Yeah. I'm, How Minerva of you. I think... I, I, <laughs> <laughs> it is very Minerva, yes. I was opportunistic on that one. Uh, so, so, Jeremy, what do they win? Yeah, definitely reach out to us via email, via IG, Twitter, however you feel or see fit. I want to send you a bookmark from us all the way to Australia with love. Very cool. Well, thank you again for that review. Uh, thank you all you guys for uh, putting this quiz together. And thank you, Janelle, for being the, the test pilot here on this quiz. Uh, that was a really fun episode. I'm glad that we got to do this. And, and even though we were overwhelmed initially with the idea of having to make such a quiz, that we, we came out the other side and, and we had a lot of fun uh, making it, talking about it, and creating it. So with that being said, we'll see you next time. Hail Reaper. Hail Reaper. Hail Reaper. Hail Reaper. Hail Reaper is a production of Catacomb Body. Thanks to Pierce Brown for creating this universe, and thanks to all the contributors who make this show possible. We were engineered by Joshua Ramsey, with editing and sound design by Mathar DeLeon. The bit of music you're hearing right now was written and produced by Sahab. If you enjoy what you hear, please take a moment to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. And follow at HailReaperPod on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube for updates, giveaways, and more. You can support the show directly by joining our Patreon community, where we issue monthly bonus content, exclusive artwork, and hang about with all the howlers in the Discord. Visit patreon.com slash hellreaper to learn more. This is Broadcast signing off. Until next time, hail the gory damn reaper. Oh, my God.